Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Well, thank you all for being here, and thank you, Sheila, for uh, streaming, I mean, for hosting, and Anthony for streaming, and Deb Cook-Lewis, my sidekick, who's here to uh, help me. But basically, this call is about you and about your, your thoughts, suggestions, comments, criticisms, positive feedback, negative feedback, no feedback. Uh, we want to hear from you as to what your thoughts were about the 2022 convention. And we are going to be doing a survey also, but it was recommended that we do a few community calls just to get everybody talking and get your feedback and see what your thoughts were about the convention. This is a this was a first, and it's something that they were telling us, um, the AV people when we arrived in Omaha were telling uh, Rick and our AV people, this is something that really isn't done. We were doing a first, this high, totally hybrid convention, um, and we pulled it off. Yes, were, were there issues? Of course, there's always issues. Were there things we could have done differently or could improve on? Of course there are. But what I want to do is solicit your feedback and comments, and I'm going to be making some notes here, trying to make some notes, and um, I just... Deb, do you have anything you want to add to this before we start recognizing hands? Um, well, I think the only thing that I would say is that um, it, because everyone's experience, of course, will be different, it'll be real helpful as you begin to talk to us if you let us know. We know, of course, that you did the first part of the convention virtually and the last mm -hmm. part virtually because we all did. But when we w got to the middle <laughs> where we had the in-person question. Good point. Were you in Omaha you, or were, were you, you doing a, this? Were you in Omaha with us or were you um, at home and um and then i think in particular aside from all your comments you want to make i'm interested to really hear so if you if you were in omaha you know how did you spend your time did you go to lots of sessions or did you go to lots of tours and i know that there's sort of a general thing but i think it just helps us to get a bit of a profile of the people and why their experience was what it was because sometimes you know we we had a we all especially when we got to the hybrid part i think every single person is going to have had a very very different experience yep. which is kind of cool also, if you were listening from home, were you in the Zoom room or were you on ACB Media? Yeah, yeah. So just kind of give us a little profile of what you yep. did and why you, why you did it and whether it worked for you. And of course, yep. you know, we can't judge that. But and then if you have any feedback for us, yes, absolutely. That'd be great. And, you know, we're not going to be able to change the world with this phone call, but we are definitely looking for your feedback and, you know, no no suggestions or any ideas or, you know, there's no silly idea. So I'm, yeah. I'm making, I'm, I'm writing everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds right, good. So. so let's go. All right, Liz, you may unmute. Hi, Liz. Liz is trying to find the got it button. Too. <laughs> Liz, can you unmute? All right, we'll go to Herbie. 
I think I'm going to get a T-shirt that has a got it button on it. I think that's a great idea, Janet. I'll I'll even buy one. I think that's a good fundraiser for next year. I do, too. Hello, I think we need to really start a position, uh, uh, position, petition on just how Zoom handles the got it button. But that's a whole other call. Yeah. Oh, um, that would but, be yes. <laughs> it sounds like I think I could generate a lot of very easy support yeah. on this one from within the community. At yeah, there least. you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so, so, okay. So since I'm streaming the convention, I, does that count me as in the Zoom room and on ECB Media? Or does it, it well, it probably this? counts you everywhere. But yeah, you were a virtual yeah. participant and a very active one because Herbie was yeah. one of our four volunteers dreamed all of the convention between them so yes so tell us how how you you got to experience a lot of different i did yeah you did i did and i really overall i actually enjoyed the experience um Mm -hmm. we of course had less technical flubs in like you know the actual overall convention rooms as opposed to you know the known ones in the main sure convention thing but and most of those were like the first day or two but Mm -hmm. i felt felt like everything got really straightened out afterwards and i felt like uh, you know from a virtual standpoint i felt like it was very inclusive i think that the way it was structured with hosts handling you know switching back and forth between virtual participants and uh, zoom participants when it came to questions was really good um and yeah, I mean, and it was interesting because, you know, I was noting that when technical issues did happen, some of them, you know, would have happened regardless because if yeah. you have a situation with a battery dying in a microphone, well, that's mm-hmm. nothing to do with the virtual aspect. So I thought that no. the, I felt really included, you know, throughout the overall experience. And that's- I enjoyed not having the stress of having to deal with elevators and guide dogs and, all that kind of stuff and it was you know so it was very easy mm-hmm. to go from room to room of course when you have them all yeah. on the calendar it makes it easier but i i really felt included like i was part of the convention and i did not miss a thing um mm-hmm. now if you ever find a way to make the tours like virtual reality based yeah. that would yeah. be kind of yeah fun. or the lunches that <laughs> so you needed a plate for when you went yeah. to a lunch right you know yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. some stuff like that you know Definitely but that that made me a problems. little bit uh, yeah so so i'm interested in 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 a dynamic that you probably have some response to herbie that some people may not have noticed but you because you were streaming all the time you you knew a lot of who was where so i'm interested to know did you did you observe any difference in the dynamic for you when you were doing um uh breakout sessions for example um where the where the primary um, presenters were in Zoom versus where the primary presenters were in the physical room. Was there was there any kind of dynamic switch for you that was either positive or or challenging or or did it matter? I don't think it mattered. I for me, I think what I got a kick out of the most was. <clears throat> when people were in person, you know, actually hearing them, you know, like a lot of people that were in person, you know, you'd heard before on like their computer Uh mics and stuff. So having them sound a little different, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt like there was really, there was the, the only challenge was that some of the zoom people, it was obvious that 
they were not used to the webinar structure. So you did have to deal with the usual part about, oh, let's see, am I unmuted? Am I, do I know what I'm doing type thing? Mm -hmm. But sure. You know, you had some of the pre but, stuff like that, but once mm -hmm. it got yeah. going, um, I did not feel there okay, was good. any difference from a virtual, you know, I, I felt it was mm -hmm. the same to mm -hmm. me. Good. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Anything yeah. else? You're you know, I'm. All right. I I just want to know when can we do this the convention again? You know, I'm looking forward to the next one, and even <laughs> though I'm recovering year. from this one, so yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. All June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't mm -hmm. wait. Yeah. Good. All right. All right. All right, Melissa. Melissa Hudson. Hi, Melissa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hi. Deb and mm -hmm. Janet. Great to talk with you both, both of you ladies. Um, and so, you were virtual, correct, Melissa? I was indeed, and so was my roommate William Belina, who is at work right now. So I'm sort of, uh, I'm uh, speaking on his behalf a little bit. Uh -huh. But, um, <laughs> but we both um, really enjoyed it. He was not as involved because obviously a lot of the sessions happened during the day while he was working. But he did uh -huh. attend a few on like the weekends. Um, but I attended a lot of them. I think my favorite ones were the employment sessions. Um, I'm currently on unemployment right now, and I have to, I have to, I have to um, do three work search activities per week, and that did help a lot during convention because I was thinking, oh no, I can't do those, mm -hmm. but <laughs> I was able to thanks to the employment committee. Um, the only sad part, because I, as you know, I live in the state of Washington, where we are the most exuberant and the most loud affiliate as Deb noted, knows, um, but like in the Zoom room and on ACB Media, because I kind of went back and forth, you could not hear at all any applause. Like when Dan was asking everybody to scream the first time, you know, during that, when was it, that Saturday session? Right. I mean, I, right. we, we, we literally could not hear the excitement. And William and I were like, oh, no did it cut out you know <laughs> so that was kind of yeah that's because of the uh, using the um the mixing system so that everything mm -hmm. that we piped out to you came from the microphones which meant that when the crowd screamed they were not they on weren't mic. on mic now what we do have and i don't know whether we are going to have um, all of it or whether how I mean we're still assessing the status but we do actually have additional recordings from the room that we made and those do not depend entirely on the mic so what we're looking at doing if we can um, and right. we haven't determined to what extent we can but um, and it will delay the um, podcast just slightly to do it but we do think that there's value in being able to feed some crowd back in and if we've got some crowd I know for a fact we have some of it I don't know whether we have it all but if we've got sure. some then we'll be able to feed that back into the podcast and you'll get to hear that likewise with some of the sessions that did not play correctly across the 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 zoom or the stream where a couple of I know I was in my room for one so I do know this was happening um yeah that that you missed something you know um a couple of the whole presentations that you weren't supposed to miss um those we do absolutely have intact and we'll be able to 
put back in when we do the podcast. So um, okay. that will be, a, I th- you know, I think we'll be able to make some better experience, perhaps not 100%, but I think we'll be able to um, do quite a bit with that. But I agree, that's one of the problems that, that I don't think we thought about too much is the fact that if you're going to get all of the sound from, the, from there, um, we had originally planned to stream it from the convention center, um, even though Zoom was going to go through the system, we were going to stream directly. And because of a technical difficulty, we weren't able to. So again, the stream yeah. would have had the ability to get some of that sound, even if Zoom sound. didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just. But other than that, mm-hmm. I was really impressed. Um, yeah. And I and you know you know Dan talked about you know, patience and kindness and things like that. And I really felt like that was demonstrated throughout the entire convention, despite all the technical issues that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I heard from several people because, because Washington WCB had a call about this um, with our president. And uh, I did hear that the sound system in the actual room was, was terrible, especially up on stage. But, um, oh. but anyway, but, but, uh, but I really, really appreciated it. And my roommate and I are already looking forward to next year. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> All right. Will, so you, thank you, will you be able much. to join us or in um, person or will you be Zooming? So. I'm hoping okay. that I'll have a job um, soon. And depending on that, um, I may or may not be able to go. But I'm definitely going to Jacksonville, Florida because I used to live there and I've not been there since I was a little oh, girl. Oh, yeah. So All right. I ah, there you go. Going to that convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We do have all different, right. all different reasons why we, why we go to particular ones. That's good. That's yep. good. Well, all God right. bless you both. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank Take you. Take care. Too. Thanks, Melissa. All, all right. right. Judy. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for doing this, ladies. Um, so I participated um, on Zoom and also listened to the stream quite a bit. I also um, facilitated the hospitality room on Zoom um, mm-hmm. four times. And that was that went really well. I was wondering how they were going to do it. But we, all those of us in the Zoom room really felt like we were connected with Omaha because mm-hmm. people would sit down at the chair in the hospitality room and we would get to talk to them and hear about their experiences in Omaha. So that that was really great. Um, mm-hmm. Like Herbie, I did feel included, but I also agree with Melissa about the sound um, that we didn't get to hear a lot of the enthusiasm sure. in, in Zoom. So I'm hoping that yep. that's something that for the future mm-hmm. you could look at. Um, another suggestion is the events that involve meals, food being served and people eating. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they could be structured so that that goes on and then the event happens, particularly the, mm-hmm. the banquet. Um, there was a bit of introduction in the beginning and then everybody was eating right. and there was kind of dead air for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. the Zoom host's credit, he did break in quite a bit to say mm-hmm. what was going on. The people listening on the stream, I don't know what they were thinking. It probably just sounded like there was an absolute dead air. Um, and I did attend a couple of other um, sessions where food was being served and you would hear like a like an intro and then people would be eating and then the rest of it would go on. So now so for the lunches, they were separated. Um, yeah, the luncheons were separated. That's interesting because um, the luncheon itself started at 
12.15 and the Zoom and stream didn't start till 1. Till 1 o'clock. Now with breakfast, there could have been a little over. And yes, the banquet, that was unfortunate. And I don't know how we could have done that differently, but it's certainly something to think about because we want the virtual attendees to get yeah. the introductions and all of that. But then there really isn't anything, you know, going on while we're eating, but maybe we should have yeah, had a so, Zoom host who just right. kind of sat there and entertained So how people. we do that at the state conventions. About. Yeah, for the state conventions, how we do that usually is that while they're eating, we have some other content planned that we're right. either replaying something yep. but, or, yep. you know, but, that kind of thing. But, um, but very good was, point. Yeah, because yeah. also like for the first timers, there was a there was a quite a bit going on, and then they all got up to eat, and there was nothing going on for us, and then right. the rest of the of the program went on. Right. So that's kind of a problem too, because you know actually yep. when you're having these meal functions, you know sometimes the program chooses to have you eat first, and sometimes not, and like yeah. one one meal function that I personally went to. They did all of the, it was because the food came late, really late. We, um, we basically did all the activity at the front end. So mm -hmm. you all, you all, whoever was there was there for it. And then we ate because, but we ate at the end, whereas usually at most of them, they ate at the beginning. So the beginning, yeah. I think there's a real challenge. The lunches worked pretty well. Um, the breakfast, because those are a shorter period of time, it may actually not work to do those in hybrid. We may have to just podcast the content of the breakfast or something, you know, because okay. I think your point is really well taken. It is. That you can't control the food flow and right. around the event as well. Whereas with the lunch, we made it very specific. Um, eating goes for this 45 minutes. And then, and then we start the yeah. start. But And the banquet yep. as well, like because last year it was right. just wall-to-wall -wall content. Right. Right. Well, because the there was the no meal, of course. Right, right, right. exactly. Right. But that's it. Yeah. So I'm just wondering yeah. if, the, if that, you know, so, because right. something, there was a lot a, of a lesson learned and yes. something that yeah. we need to remember for next year. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, nobody, you're right, nobody thought about it. So thank you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks a yeah. lot, ladies. Anything yeah. else? Excellent. No, that's that's it. I mean, congratulations okay. for, the, for the first Great. time. I mean, it was well, just All right, and thank yeah. you for all your help Zooming. Yeah, thanks. yeah, yeah. Good feedback. That's really useful. Uh -huh. Great, thanks. All right, Diane, Diane Scalzi. Yay! Hi, Diane. Ah, hello. Hello. Well, <laughs> I um, I, I was of course virtual, and I just, I just loved, loved, loved having the uh, opportunity to host um, several of those presentations, and um, I, I, I really. I guess I probably have to try harder, Deb, not to not to be such a worrywart. But mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I I just loved it, and um, I actually liked. I actually it, it it seemed like the convention was quite long, you know, with all the meetings and everything. But mm -hmm. I kind of liked that because it was more relaxing. It seemed to be more relaxing for me. Um, and and I had an easier time deciding which presentations I wanted to attend because mm -hmm. there weren't as many that I had to choose from at yeah. a particular time. There were a few, and I'm looking forward to, you know, when the podcasts will come out so I can hear them, but there won't be as many for me this year as I think there have been in the past. Um, 
that being said, um, I hope to be there uh, in person next year. I really want to be. And, you know, if I'm not able to host, I would like to be able to do something um, on the spot, you know, volunteer to do something on the well, spot. We've got like, lots of that stuff you can do. Yeah. Like work mm-hmm. on the, uh, maybe work on, you know, work at the registration desk mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, something like information that. Information desk. Yeah. The information mm-hmm. desk. Yeah. yeah. Something else we needed and we did try to get some volunteers for this year, but something that would be good for you, for example, as someone who has hosted, so you understand what's going on on the Zoom side and in the room side, is that we needed people on the room side to sort of help get things organized and started. In kind the of room a room side. monitor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, where the presenters were all in the room, that was not ever a problem. But where the presenters were not in the room, um, were mostly not in the room or the leader was not in the room or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little bit of a challenge that we saw. So that's a place that definitely some people who who host or who have um, a lot of experience with it kind of go into a lot of sessions and understand the flow of the sessions could help us in person next year. And, and by the way, I also want to say um, that I think that 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 fellow that spoke about the Statue of Liberty, I think that was a breakfast session. Yes, and, it was. And it that was. went off. That went off extremely well, as a lot mm-hmm. of the sessions did. Mm-hmm. And um, I so, heard a lot of good comments about that. So, well, I heard a lot of good comments session. about a lot of sessions, mm-hmm. but I heard a lot of good comments about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was very nice. And, and and actually, I think most of the meal functions did have really great presentations at them. And, and as we said, the lunches, we actually had a time coordination that was a little better. The mm-hmm. breakfasts were a little harder to predict. So we need to work a little harder on how to yep. coordinate that. Part of that was the hotel logistic, too. Yeah. But, well, um, yeah. Next year, I'll try. Next year, if I can, I'll try to be to some of those breakfast sessions mm-hmm. in person if I can get up early enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So, Thanks, I enjoyed Tanya. it. Thank you. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Tonya. Tonya. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Um, I got to tell you, uh, I listened to the uh, convention on HCB uh, media. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I kind of have a lot of, you know, fun, you know, listening to it. I mean, not only that, I stayed up really late, early through the morning. I mean, that stayed <laughs> a wee hour. So <laughs> I got something good out of it. And it was so much of a lot of fun. And not only that, it was the music that really was getting me into the groove. That's why I was up to the wee hour. Mm-hmm. So, ah. <laughs> so I had a good time. And good. I hope to be there in person. If not, I probably would do Zooming. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad those that who was there had a good time and enjoyed themselves. And those that who was Zooming, I know it wasn't something easy, but hey, it's always good to work everything out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to say thank you. You know, please do more of these conventions. <laughs> So all right. You. Well, at least one a year. Yeah, one a year is what we think we can do. Okay. But thank you for your comments. Yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. So um, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you and have a great afternoon. 
All right. You, you too. also. Thank you thanks so for much. Ta- thanks for taking the time to share your thoughts. Yeah, excellent. <clears throat> All right, Liz, you want to try? Hey, I got to the window with the got it button. You know, sometimes that friggin' window just disappears. I, okay. it does. You know, Liz, I don't know if you were on here earlier, but I, I couldn't was. find the got it button for love nor money, and I had no, to call was, in on I my landline. I had land my line. first hand up. I had my first, my, I was the first hand up, and I couldn't yeah. get in, and so yeah. I had to, I uh, had to we understand. But you did, but yeah, you're here now. But you're here now. Like, so okay. were you virtual yeah. or in person? Uh, okay, I was virtual. Uh, my background is I've probably been to a dozen in-person mm-hmm. conventions in uh-huh. the 90s and early 2000s, including being a um, a person who staffed one of the booths um, and, and did that for National Braille Press and when mm-hmm. I was ah. selling the cookbook. So I know it from vendor and from convention yeah. attendee. And one of the things that no, and I agree with everything that Herbie particularly and Melissa said, and I want to thank Melissa for particularly bringing up the employment issue because I would like there to be more, um, more seminars, more input over the next coming year in on the employment issue so we can get people working and such and, and mm-hmm. get and try to unpack where the difficulties are with that. The other thing that nobody has really talked about directly is the incredible increase in user participation that having a hybrid will in it has created. You know, there are people who are never going to get to in-person convention uh-huh. or mm-hmm. rarely get there. Sure. And um, there's a multitude of reasons for that, but their mm-hmm. participation has been vastly increased. Our participation, since I'm sort of mm-hmm. one of them at this point, and I'm, I think that the technology has gotten to the point where this organization, you know, which I've been part of essentially for 30 years, one way or another, this organization can increase its participatory um, uh, coverage dramatically. I mean, we already have. And mm-hmm. uh, the voting is now has a wider number of people who can vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that it was technically, I thought it was just beautiful. I mean, I just can't believe you guys carried it off. It was wonderful. And um, you, you did a terrific job. Um, I think it would be nice if somehow when the webinars exist, if we could get a sense of we who are uh, in uh, virtual can get a sense of how many, at least how many people are in the webinar and maybe who they are. No, I don't know. There may not be any way to do that, but I didn't, it, it was like, I didn't know whether I was with people I knew until somebody spoke. So there was some, um, some disconnect there. That would be, that would be nice somehow if we could somehow get a better sense of who was doing that's difficult in the webinar yeah, because know, as you know. know you only see yourself I and do so know. if if we take the time to go through and tell you who all's there then i know no, we've no, run no, out of I time know, in the I session know, I know. I'm so not, that is yeah. that is a little bit challenging um yeah but you know but i think that um I, and i think but we might be able to say there's 40 people in the webinar that might be yeah. good even and we can certainly help. and and they do sometimes do that and so that certainly would be okay yep. the other thing i think you have to just do is take advantage of the social opportunities where we are using sort of the more regular zoom where you oh, can yeah, see I do. There. No, I and do. then um, and then just have people say where all they've been you know yeah 
um, that that's part of it too. But yes. I know I have the same feeling when I get into a webinar, and I and then I and I'm like, oh. I'm not used to being on that other side, and I'm like, I want to know what's Am going I on here in here. Am I here alone or yeah, what's going on in here? And I start wanting to raise my hand, even though they've said they don't want me to. And oh. well, you want to do, you want to know whether the people yeah. in this webinar are some of the other people. Uh -huh. Particularly if it's a if it's an issue right. that you're really interested in, like employment, uh -huh. which is right. what I'm interested in. Uh -huh. um, I I think that if we could get a more systematic way of speaking with each other about right. how to be better employed at various uh -huh. levels, we uh -huh. could change a lot of things. Sure. And being virtual well and if yeah. if yeah. we get more calls about it you know if employment committee yeah. does something i think that would yeah. be a wonderful way to do that yeah, yeah i agree yeah. okay and, thank and you, maybe you use not necessarily during a session but no, no, you know no. but yeah. i'm not necessarily yeah. saying but just focus all. groups I, yeah but maybe focus yeah. groups front. well i don't yeah. know i mean we need people to figure out how to what is getting in the way of people actually right so, so focus old, groups I'm around done. that would be good you mm -hmm. know and that gives you an yep. opportunity to find out who's there and to talk now, a little and what they're say, doing i also yeah. want to say that i spent 30 years as a market researcher both uh -huh. facilitating focus groups and analyzing focus group results and writing reports so uh -huh. if you want to call upon me I would perhaps be of use at some level. You all know where to find me. I'm loud That's enough. Good to know. I'm on, yeah, I'm on Braille together every good. week. So okay. I'll now good. be quiet and let the next person good. speak. All Thank right. you, yeah, we've everybody. Got quite a few Thank now, you. So. Yep, let's go. All right. Anthony. Well, hey, um, so <laughs> first and foremost, um, I think the convention was incredible. Uh, I was there in person, but also utilized the Zoom, uh, you know, some of the Zoom rooms because I did the thing that I cautioned everyone to try not to do and overbooked myself tremendously. Um, as you know, uh, you know, Deb and Janet definitely know our um, technical person for BPI, you know, was one of the first persons diagnosed with COVID and had to. Uh, had to quarantine. So in that early scrambling, trying to figure out what to do, we ended up having to cancel two sessions. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll bring that material to ACB as soon as we possibly can. Um, a, a definite shout out to Jeff Bishop, who then took all the materials that needed to be streamed and had it ready for us whenever our sessions were ready. And, and that was a huge, huge uh, help and, and above and beyond all the streamers, all the hosts. The one thing, um, the one thing that I, I would suggest, we should find a way to be able to, and maybe you know we were speaking about room monitors earlier, mm -hmm. maybe um, that could help um, to shut the sound down from the Zoom rooms in between sessions, because we had a lot of people that were confused, trying to get out of the room, trying to get into the room into a seat for the next program, you know, and I, I facil facilitated quite a few um, sessions, so I, I heard it happening as you know as we were in the room and. There's only a few of us that can kind of run around and help everybody get in or get out and find seats. So that might be so, something that we look at for next year. So that happened so wait, in your me... session. That happened in Anthony's sessions, but I don't think it happened anywhere else. Where where it happened for Anthony, um, and help me, Anthony, if this is not right, um, but you had some sessions that were connected together, session after session, because they Couple were in double kind of sessions. a block. Yeah, he had a triple, I think, but he had, yeah. yeah, double or triple. And so when they were actually 
continuations of the same session, which many people had, they probably didn't notice that as much, but you probably did notice it more. And it's a good piece of feedback because your sessions actually changed, but we didn't disconnect anything, partly because we were having so much trouble getting everybody reconnected. So we left you connected. Okay. And, um, and that would have just been a matter of somebody turning the mixer down on the on our side so that that the zoom was gone um the other thing i need to think about the other thing that's good feedback for me in that and so i really thank you for it is that um we um we do when we do those um kind of session after session thing we do it for a few different conveniences one of them is um, because they might be many of the same people and then secondly because um, we are trying to make the maximum use of the Zoom location. And every time we drop one, we have to leave a space. Um, so it requires us to have more Zooms. But, but in some cases, and you had one in particular, I think it's your Sunday ones, where that might not have worked as well. And so that's really good feedback because it means that as we're thinking about it in the hybrid environment, we we probably want to think about that a little bit differently. So I think that's good feedback, but it doesn't apply okay. to most sessions. Um, Anthony, I had a question for you, though. It's kind of the reverse sure. of the question that I asked to Herbie because you were in person and you also um, facilitated some sessions. And so did you find it? positive or challenging to sort of manage the room and the not not talking about your transition issue which you talked about but just now that we're in the session um did you find that that having the room and the zoom audience both was a useful way to do it or you also had some sessions where you only had a room audience um you know by your choice but that bpi chose to do and so did you find that the zoom and room, you know, the hybrid actual sessions worked for you, or would it have been easier for you to have had those either virtually or in person? Um, honestly, I missed having the Zoom participation in our in-person only events. I, mm -hmm. you know, I, 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 as convention person for BPI, I'm gonna think of how we can incorporate our Zoom people even more for next year. Um, it, it was incredible. Um, mm -hmm. It really was. I, I thought, you know, having that participation and again, you know, it goes back to to the hosts on the Zoom room. They were professional. They were great. They were working with us. I know that there was a lag at one point in, in one of my sessions. Um, we fixed that right quickly. And um, it was it was great having our hybrid, you know, our virtual participants. I got a lot of emails saying, mm -hmm. you know, how much they enjoyed our programming. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Good feedback. Can I throw one little uh, mm -hmm. one little nugget out there to everyone? You never know Certainly. that people have been talking about employment. Um, I made a connection because of the convention and signed a mm -hmm. six month contract this morning. Woo! So, congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> Woo! Thank you. All right. There you go. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Yes. Chanel. Hello. Hi, Chanel. Hi there. Hi. So I, you know, I convention was great. I wasn't really thinking I had much feedback until I listened to other people. No, um, <laughs> I uh, first I I 
like the timing, um, even though... Now, host- Chanel, tell everyone, were you in person or hybrid? Oh, no, I was I was hybrid, and I'll always okay. be hybrid. Um, that's just, I know everybody talks no, about the just- in-person, but I am I have lots of reasons why I'm going to be um, hybrid. And, and that's know- fine. I just wanted to know, you know, so because we're kind of asking everybody. Yeah, so sorry. I just, yeah, I, that's all right. Um, I was, you know, one of the hosts, but um, I think that having the business or the the three day session, whatever you know, mm-hmm. that was the virtual part, was a great warm up for the real for the hybrid convention. Even though mm-hmm. hosting some of those business meetings did get a bit tedious, oh, but it was that a great got a little warm-up. tricky at times. Yeah, yes. it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, I would so. I would have to agree with Judy. I think everybody did a great job to include us, but mm-hmm. there were those awkward silences where people were eating or mm-hmm. I also kind of felt like I was I wasn't hosting one, but I was listening to a presentation where they were going around the in-person room mm-hmm. and you know, um the president of a, a thing was, you know, talking about each member there. And, you know, that's all fine, but that kind of excludes the mm-hmm. Zoom people. And right. personally, I was more interested in the presentation. I mean, and yeah. instead of who's there, I, I don't care about that as mm-hmm. much. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get to the presentation. And if you're going, mm-hmm. if you're going to do kind of those introductions in mm-hmm. the room, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to do that in Zoom in order to yes. make things truly equitable. Um, right. You may not want Great to do point. that. Mm -hmm. And I just hope, you know, I have heard, you know, some naysayers and some, but I just really hope that this hybrid environment continues. I think we're all included. It's great. I hope that, you know, the maximum that uh, programming that's practical to offer can be offered virtually and, you know, not incentives for this or that type of program. But I I think it's, I think it's really great. And honestly, Mm -hmm. To you know, community is a great place to come and talk about. Hey, I went to this session, or I went, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. we have our community hospitality. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, everything mm-hmm. was good. I yeah. there were lots that I missed, unfortunately, because I had to host string. But you know, that's where the podcasts mm-hmm. are for. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And we and we all end up missing some because we're all obligated to go somewhere. Oh yeah, right. that's yeah. okay. I love the podcast. <clears throat> It'll be yeah. great. You know, I'm so my experience is definitely positive, and that's mm-hmm. Good. I, definitely positive. So one of the things, um, Chanel, that I that I've thought that we need to do next year is to have a, a session. I think it needs to be mandatory, but a session. Um, for the people who will be facilitating to talk about some of the dynamics of um, that would be how you how you how you deal with the problem of the fact that everybody you know for years part of the tradition of convention is going around with the microphone oh. and saying who all's there okay. you know and and then and like you said yeah <laughs> and like you said um, it can be kind of a nuisance in a short session. And then the other part of it is it is not as feasible to do that in Zoom. Right. And so usually when they force me to do that, if I'm hosting in Zoom, I, I just give you the overview. I just say, well, we have uh, 33 people here right. and I recognize <laughs> about half of them or something yep. like that. And then yep. I kind of close that down. But if we can have um, sort of a way, it, it kind of goes back to to Judy's comment about I wonder who's here. Um, if we can figure out how to how to sort of share some of that dynamic, um, you know, in in the session without going completely around 
the the whole room. Um, I think, you know, I agree with you that it does make it sort of hard for the people who aren't in person to fully participate in that because it's slower to do that in, in Zoom. So that's an interesting thing to think about. But I think some some discussion of the dynamic of so how do you manage these two kind of separate groups of people who have uh, the same interests but who have different ways of getting information because of where they Definitely. sit. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I also love the Statue thinking, of Liberty yeah. presentation. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. That was, was one of my favorites. I've got to catch that on Zoom. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, that I'm, was I'm just, yeah, that was an excellent, that was an absolutely excellent was presentation. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really I'm was. I'm just thinking with the comments that have been made here about <laughs> the Zoom introductions and, and, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, I'm not a Zoom <laughs> aficionado uh, mm. expert, but as people are coming into the Zoom room, could maybe the host be saying as people are coming in, oh, I see Mary Smith has joined us and John Jones. See, and I wouldn't want my name broadcast into yeah. everything that I go into. That, yeah. I, I don't yeah. really, it's... But what's the difference between that and introductions then? I guess I'm confused. Well, it's a little different if you're doing it yourself than if right. somebody's doing it, I well, think. I suppose, and we do have webinar in practice mode for the majority of the time until it starts. Okay. Like, Yeah, so, so it, well, we, we'll think, we need yeah. to just think but about can, what yeah. could we do that. And I do like <clears throat> I do like Chanel's comment about the fact that if people take advantage of the community hospitality or other things like that that we have. Right, then, um, then you can know that, who's Then you the can find sessions. out who's been everywhere because, you know, even when I come into one of those rooms, I'm, you know, if I've missed those intros or you can't hear them all the time or whatever, it's kind of like, you still don't really know. So come on guys, right. you know, you find out later that you were sitting right behind so-and-so Next to somebody in, the, that... in the whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 So I think it's just a matter of getting used to thinking in a little bit different frame for all yeah. of us. And, and yeah, good and stuff. I have to say, mm-hmm. thank you so much for letting me have a Braille program for free. I just think that's awesome. So, mm-hmm. you know, thank you very much. And thanks for all, all the right. programming and all that you do. <clears throat> all right. Excellent. Good feedback. Thank you. Okay. You've got 15, about 16, yeah. 17 minutes and you got right. 14 hands raised. I know. So. Let's go. All right. Well, yeah. all right. We got 518, five, uh, ending in 517. <laughs> I think it's Mary Beth. Uh-huh. Yep, this is Mary Beth. Um, all right, and thank hi, and thank you guys so much for all your hard work. Um, I attended virtually, but of course have attended personally um, many times. Um, just a, a couple of of quick things um, that actually surprised me a little bit. Um, in some ways, I found that um, as far as Zoom, it was easier for me to participate as far as to like ask questions and stuff because you know it was just like any ordinary zoom call where you know my hand was raised and it would be recognized one of the things that um happened in a couple of the uh sessions that i attended is that the people i felt sort of like the people in the room were a little bit shortchanged because um they were like oh can somebody in here like be a runner and you know yeah. uh yeah. take that's the microphone? That's why we need the room moderator. That's why we mm-hmm. need the room moderator. Yeah, I think I really think that room monitor thing is is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um be- because of that because I think it, it in some respects it really was easier mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. for the Zoom sure. participants. Yep. And also um 
something that might just be a, a checkbox and, and was probably an anomaly, but I'm sure it was probably already brought to your attention that in one of the um, sessions, uh, somebody was looking for a sign language interpreter. Right. They had and, not requested an accommodation. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's what why I figured. Um, yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering if there could just be a checkbox or there is. there is on there the is. registration. Oh, there form. is. It is yep. to check yep. it. Oh, well. Right. <laughs> and that's something they have to request. So we, we do try to promote that information. But thank you for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But no, I had I had a great time, and hopefully Good. I'll be back Good. in person because I yeah, I do excellent. miss. Oh, okay, one other quick thing. I of course I've missed you know the 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 people part and the, mm-hmm. the going out and hanging out with people and all that. But um, the other thing that I I sort of I missed was the um, the of course the exhibit hall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that you you know you had the ex- exhibit hall presentations, which were fun. Right. Yeah. No, and you know what I really missed, and I I know that you did it afterwards, but it seemed like that a lot of exhibitors didn't take advantage of it. Where, so where you could just say, ask questions of mm-hmm. a particular exhibitor or two of them. You know mm-hmm. whether or not there would be like an email something to the exhibitors or a time when exhibitor X Y Z if they wanted to take questions. You know you could have a fifteen minute spot. I, I, I don't know what the and maybe there's no real answer to that except show up and see the exhibit. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we yeah. did we did offer the exhibitors and they that by their choosing they wanted to do it at the end, not during the convention, but two days to have Zoom rooms. And mm-hmm. we did have a phone number this year um, that yes. I thought we promoted fairly well, but maybe not, where if you wanted to reach a particular exhibitor, you could call the number and leave a message for them. Okay. Since I did not take advantage of the exhibitor uh, three-minute spots, it's probably my fault for not knowing that phone number. <laughs> well, no fault, yeah. but just yeah. but we did <laughs> yeah. we did try to you know make the exhibit hall as exclu- inclusive as we could for virtual <laughs> no, attendees. And I think but, you guys did a great job of it. I was I was actually surprised that more exhibitors did not take advantage of that. Um, that, it's you know uh, it's really hard the for the exhibitors thing. because many of them are small. I mean, a few are huge, but many are very small. Yeah, right. And to be able to be in person and to do the virtual and all, there was a real they real just stretch do for it. many of them. Yeah. yeah, they were probably just done. And they said, yeah. "Thank you, fun." Yeah, thank you, know, you, you for your to... feedback. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. All right, all right. Let's all right. Grab another one, Denise. Oh, hello, ladies. There you are. <laughs> oh, hello. There you <laughs> I think I know the first person that's come on here who was actually there in person, which um, was an interesting experience. Okay. I have to say, and we've said this a zillion times, for those of us who were up on the stage, the sound was horrible yeah monitors we need a monitor i said we're never doing this again without a monitor so you don't have to worry about it next year i'm not you could not understand a word any of them especially um the speakers who are speaking on uh, you know on zoom it's because we were behind the speakers so yeah yeah, it was a unique situation for us that no one else it wasn't too bad in the audience it was just horrible behind the speakers but never again Mm-mm. I did notice, though, uh, at the banquet, I was at the head table, and even there, it was really hard to understand people, especially um, Judy Human. And I was really disappointed because I was really looking forward to hearing her, but I had to really listen hard to understand what she was saying. Yeah. 
Um, I guess my other comment, actually, I liked having the convention spread out over, you know, having sessions um, virtually and then going to the hybrid and then coming back mm -hmm. to doing the business because I felt like it allowed us to have more opportunities to have more events. Mm -hmm. And um, I really liked that, even though a lot of people didn't. The only thing I was kind of sad about was that um, at least for the few breakouts that I was in, there was hardly anybody in the room for those breakouts. Mm -hmm. And so, and when you, for those of us who would be planning breakouts, I think it would be helpful to know how many people are in the Zoom room. I know we can't know. Oh, yeah. At that we could, point yeah. oh yeah, we could definitely tell you. And it was usually yeah. way, way more than in the physical room. In fact, for me, it was so significantly more that my, that's part of why I've asked the question, was it worth having the in-person piece of it, should we have had those sessions um, virtually as well, or many of them? Because the number of people who came in person into those sessions was significantly small compared to the number of people in the Zoom. Yeah, it was interesting because um, I, was, I was at the BRL breakfast, and of course, we had a whole room full, like we always do for that breakfast. Sure. But then when we got to our afternoon of breakouts, there right. were very few, and we usually always right. have a full room. So yeah. it was just kind of, I don't know, it just made Well, me remember that you, you did have a full room. So your, your, your yes, Zoom session for they that. They may not have been huge. there in person, but yeah. they were there you in had, Zoom. You had a big group. And remember that our whole in-person attendance was probably what, Janet, about half what it usually approximately, would be. yeah. Just guessing. So so about half. So then you peel off people in the tours and you peel off people mm -hmm. in the exhibits. Yep. Uh, and you peel off some of us who who enjoyed the session from our room uh, because we were cold. Um, and you <laughs> and you and you peel off uh, people who went to whatever they went to, right? So um, so your in-person attendance was was pretty small. And, and I know kind of discouraging for most groups, but when you add your two groups together, you had your full complement of people yep. in there. And right. so the question is, you know, which is, is a debatable question, of course, is did the in-person make a difference to the event or would the event have been better to have just been a virtual event? And um, that's not true for any of the meal functions, as you pointed out with the BRL breakfast, but it might be true for some of the actual sessions. And, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. So that's all, all things that, you know, to consider. Yeah. And the last thing I was going to say, and I was going to say this at the beginning was, um, I, I, I kind of felt right at home because it was freezing in that oh, hotel. It was Absolutely so freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my goosebumps have finally gone down. I tell you, <laughs> we kept asking them to turn it down. I, and I know, think they turned I know. It, yeah. They went the other way. They went the other way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Denise, I heard great things about your BRL session uh, with yeah. the the history of Braille. That was so good. Everybody yeah, that was great. Really listen to that I can't wait to hear the podcast on that. So yeah, that was another really good one. Yes, we had a lot of really wonderful sessions, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the only other thing I would say, and there wasn't a thing anybody could do about it, was, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, the whole COVID thing. For those of us who were very nervous after the whole thing started with the COVID because of 
our situation. Mm-hmm. That kind of detracted a little bit from me wanting to even go out the, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the meeting rooms because I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I can't get yeah. it. I can't get it. You know? Yeah. So. We felt like we were being chased by the haunted bug somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is he around the corner? Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that yeah, was frustrating. Was great, mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of positives. So great job, Good. guys. Good. All right. All right, Desi. And uh, Sheila, just one sec before uh-huh. I just want to say, and I know we're not going to get to all of your questions today, but we do have two more of these calls scheduled. We have one tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. Central uh, Eastern Time, and then we have one Saturday at I. One, one Eastern. It's one Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we don't get to you all today, if you can, come on one of the other calls. And uh, all right, you said Susie we have? No, Desi. Desi oh, no Debbie. More. Desi. 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 Where did I get Desi. Susie? Hi, Desi. <laughs> <laughs> well, Desi, Susie, you know, not too far apart. Yeah, you want to change uh, your name? Uh, sometimes. No. But yeah. Okay, but I kind of <laughs> like Desi. So, um, all right, go any, on. Anyway, I was, um, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was in Omaha in person. Yes, you and, were. And um, part of the time, that was a wonderful experience. I'm, I'm glad that I went for the part that I was able to completely enjoy. However, on Wednesday morning, my roommate uh, tested positive for COVID. And from mm-hmm. that point on, I never left the hotel room until I went to the airport. And... Um, I tested positive on Thursday. So, um, and, and just finally tested negative, uh, this past Thursday. So it was a long haul and it got me to thinking that I know that a lot of things were talked about as far as health protocols were concerned, but you know, it's, it's kind of a scary situation when you have a lot of blind people in a condensed area who um, all like to touch everything. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm sure there may have been hand sanitizing stations around, but if there were, we didn't know where they were. There was nobody um, monitoring that at all to help us out with that. And another thing that I wanted to point out is that when we were in general session, even though there were, specified sections in which people were to sit if they wanted to be masked or unmasked or whatever they wanted to be um as a person uh, who is between guide dogs right now and just walked in with my cane it was incredibly i would really have to go to the point of saying impossible to know what actual section you were in there was nobody really monitoring that either I know there were a lot of times when unmasked people were sitting in the mask sections. And so I just think we perhaps need to do do a little bit of more careful planning about that kind of thing. Um, Because, you know, I think some of the sickness that happened could have been avoided, but also there were a number of people, you know, walking around saying, oh, no, it's just my allergies, you know, who ended up mm-hmm. testing positive. And um, I know that's a personal responsibility thing, but um, I have to honestly say that I'm pretty afraid to come to Schaumburg next year because 
I gave up two extra weeks of my life where I couldn't go anywhere, didn't want to do anything. So I don't, you know, I don't know what all the answers are, but I do think that there were some things where through nobody, no particular person's fault, some balls got dropped. And I just think, you know, maybe, maybe there could have been a little bit more careful monitoring in some, in some of the situations. Um, I know I went into the ACB cafe, <clears throat> excuse me, to sit down um, for lunch and ended up sitting next to somebody who sounded absolutely horrible. And I said to this person, are you all right? And they said, oh, it's just my allergies. And then mm-hmm. I found out a day or two later that they tested positive for COVID. So, you know, um, I mean, I know you can't completely conceal yourself from it, but there's got, there have got to be some better ways to do things. And I don't, I don't know what they are for sure, but I'd sure be willing to help try and think them up. Well, all, all very good points. I do know as far as the mask session and general session, I do know that I do know from personal experience that someone a couple of times said to me, oh, there's people who are unmasked sitting in the mask session. Wait, I'm going to go tell them to move or ask them to move. Mm. So I know there was a right. little monitoring. Could we have done a better job? Of course, we can always do a better job. Yeah. But like I said, I'm really not trying to be overly critical. No, no, no. no. It is a real challenge. It's a really valid issue. I think it's a totally reasonable concern. Unfortunately, we just kind of hit it as a new variance of COVID. (laughs) Right. Starting up. And I think the other thing that's really hard is we try to really encourage people to be responsible. But, you know, part of the issue is that we weren't the only people in the hotel, too. And Mm -hmm. I know when I left the hotel, we were definitely the minority of the people in the hotel because I was there a little bit later. And Mm -hmm. I saw all these people running around um, all ages of people. It was a big conference after us. Absolutely not one person was masked. Not yeah. one. And I and I verified that from somebody that was cited that was near me. I said, do any of those people have masks? Nope, not one. So, you know, it's kind of like people, it, it's, it's sort of how people, whether people have a concern about it themselves and how do you, yeah. how do you health other people into having the same level you do? And it's really hard. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you for yeah. your feedback. Um, You're let's take, should we take one more question? Let's take one more quick one. All right. Donna Brown. I know you were in person. Donna was in person. Yes. I, I was, I was in person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I did well, partly facilitated uh, the Burl Collie Leadership Institute, and mm-hmm. we were one mm-hmm. of the first ones out of the box. So there was a delay in getting somebody yeah. to come and set us up. And I panicked, of course, as as most people would, because I was as mm-hmm. Janet called me the room mother, and so I felt responsible. Yep, yeah. Um, even though I had no control over that, but anyway, no. But um, you did good. The 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 Zoom people helped make that session go as well as I've heard a lot Mm -hmm. of feedback from Mm -hmm. people who attended and said it was one of the best sessions Mm -hmm. that they've done, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, the zoom people, you know, cause well, we had a speaker cancel. Yeah. You had some challenges, but but you know what it, 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 if, if you didn't know it, you you wouldn't have known it. Yeah. Yeah. 
because right. it just went off like like mm -hmm. you know the people on Zoom that were facilitating and part of the panel uh, were were just like they were in the room. Um, and and then okay, the, so it didn't matter whether they no, were in person or Zoom. No, mm -hmm. and and I felt okay. that it was a pretty good balance of mm -hmm. now. I don't know how many people were on Zoom, and that would be nice to know in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and you had. A lot more on Zoom. I mean, every every single session yeah. did. But yeah. and again, yeah. back back to the room monitor or whatever you would want to call mm -hmm. a person. Poor Zelda needed roller skates <laughs> or some kind of something. Um, but I mean, we I, I certainly do appreciate the, our friends with some vision. But, uh, you know, it, it is hard for them too, though, to see raised hands at the back of the room or something. Oh, sure. She's talking but, about the volunteers who helped in general session. For oh, those okay. of you who don't know, no, yeah, I, right. I that's what you're was... talking about. No, Donna Zelda. no, no, she, no she, Zelda Do... helped in their session. Oh, in, in their session in, too. In okay. the um, Burkali session. Yeah, yeah. But gotcha. but it but it is hard for for those with low vision right. to, to be right. able to see the whole room and and right. so right. Um, no, that's true. I, we you know, we and, were challenged in this respect too that we did not have a great many volunteers. Right. Right. And so yeah. we were using our low vision participants um, a lot more to do that than we normally have had to do. Um, yeah, and we that's sure what I was going to say. You know, effort. unfortunately, you know, with COVID and with whatever, we didn't have, right. you know, a lot of volunteers. Yeah. So I couldn't send a volunteer to each meeting. Room. Yeah, right. well, I mean, right. it, it, yeah. we made it work, you know. Yeah, but, but if work, we can yes. figure out how to make that work better, one of the things would have been to, those rooms were fairly large and we got the larger rooms to accommodate the, the meal functions, which were bigger. Right. But right. if we could have set those rooms up so that when they were those other sessions, we would want to let you social distance, but we'd want to bring you a lot closer together. Right. Because um, yeah. whenever yeah. I went into one of those rooms, I was kind of moving people forward. Forward. Let's let's let me come on, guys. Let's, let's all move up sit to these by the door. Three tables. Yes. Yeah, either that or let's all sit at the back three. I don't care which we do, but right. we're going to all sit sort of together. Yeah. And, and you can and that would be out. something that a room facilitator could would kind make of happen. work yes. out too. Sure. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know Good. what? I hate to we, do this, but yeah, we, we have extended go. our time. Well, y'all did a fabulous job. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Donna. Yeah. And Come back, everybody, to our calls tomorrow and Saturday. For those of you especially who didn't get a chance to speak or complete the survey or, you know, send me your feedback. Yeah. Is the survey out? Not yet. No, not oh, yet. Okay. <laughs> also, you can go on um, blindteachers.net and hear the Statue of Liberty. Steve Dresser put it up there. Oh, good. It, oh, it's good. on, it's oh, on blindteachers.net. That's the AABT's okay. website. Yeah, yeah, excellent. That was just it, an excellent program. Yeah, so. yeah, he cool. was good. Yeah. All right. Very good. Bye. All right. Thank you. Sheila, cool. thank you so much for doing this. You and are Anthony. very welcome. And I will try tomorrow to actually be on the computer. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Thank You're you all, all right. for giving your thank time you. and giving us your feedback on the convention.